Hi listeners, today I'm gonna be podcasting about peace in Christ. This is Princess Angelica Castillo speaking. Make sure to listen to this podcast and to apply God's word in your life. Welcome to this new episode. The promise of peace. Have you heard about conflicts in your church? In the fourth chapter of Philippians, Paul addresses an issue threatening to divide the church. Two women were causing dissension. First, Paul exhorts us to get into the right mindset and see if we are not the cause of trouble. To be of the same mind as the Lord means to have a selfless, sacrificial attitude that says, I'm here to to serve you. Then, he identifies these women. He highlights what they had in common. Both were his co-workers to further the gospel, and their names were written in the book of life. Finally, he enlists help from the whole church. Why? Because when we are bound together, we are incredibly strong. To break us, we must be taken apart, but together, nothing can stop us. Paul gives us six steps to resolve conflict. Rejoice always in what binds us together. Our names are written in the book of life. We are citizens of heaven. We have each other. This is our safeguard not to complain or look at the things that divide us. Let your gentleness be known. Christ was gentle because he was selfless and didn't press his moral rights. Even though you may be right, focus on sacrificial servanthood. Imitate Christ who went to the cross for us. When the Lord comes, how do you want to be found? Righteous or right? Don't worry. What does worry accomplish? Zero. Thankful prayer. Approach God humbly with gratitude for everything that binds us together. Present specific requests to God. Ask for peace and enter the disagreement united. Focus on the good. Meditate on what is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and admirable in the other. This changes our whole perspective because we see others as God sees them, and the disagreement goes out the window. The promise is that by doing these things, the God of peace will show up in the situation surrounds us and guard our hearts. Lord of peace, we ask you to please come in our midst and end all conflict in a way that glorifies you and edifies everyone involved. May we see each other as you see us. Let us focus on what we share rather than on what takes us apart. Philippians 4 verse 1 to 9 says, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Eodias and beseech Sintaishi that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. 
Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think of these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Romans 12 verse 18 If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. James 1 verse 22 But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Ephesians 2 verse 14 For he is our peace, who had made both one, and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. The gift that keeps on giving. In Paul's letter to the Philippians, we learn that the mind of Christ is of sacrificial selflessness towards his body. One of the ways we can see this best represented is in the act of giving and receiving. Paul comments the Philippians for growing in giving, not only because they were the only ones to send Paul resources to meet his needs or because they sent people to minister to him, but because it would bear much fruit. Their generosity showed where their heart was. The Philippians knew that Paul was still spreading the gospel in prison, so they were not only giving to the worker, but also the work of God. Through his experiences, both good and bad, Paul learned to be content no matter the circumstance. He knew how to be humbled and how to have abundance. What was his secret? Christ who strengthened him. Both poverty and wealth present us with the temptation of leaving God behind towards self-sufficiency. While the secret route to contentment is Christ himself, who makes us divinely sufficient, we can have contentment because Christ, the all-sufficient one, is with us. Giving and receiving is an ever-growing cycle. When we give selflessly, we get joy, peace, and contentment. When we receive, what we get is to meet our needs and for us to share. And when we do share, we receive more than we give and receive more to share and so on. Participating in this cycle is credited to our account in heaven, where it yields eternal rewards that last forever. Philippians 4 verse 10 to 20 says, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me had flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. 
I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding ye have well done, that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abounds. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. A like-minded response. When we receive a communication, it is important to respond it, to respond to it and operate out of the truth received. The message is the letter of Paul to the Philippians. As members of Christ's body, we are part of them. Provided we trust in Jesus Christ for our salvation and have set ourselves apart for Him. As such, we have fellowship, communion, communion and partnership in the gospel. We are partakers of the grace of God. All of this is possible because Jesus came down to us and made us His. The message was sent because God has our best interests in mind. He desires that we may grow spiritually and expects that our love may abound and that we may have enhanced knowledge, wisdom, and discernment towards the excellent things of God. He wants us to be pure and blameless, exhibiting the fruits of righteousness. He desires that we may love wisely and live fruitfully so that the focus of our lives and possible death glorifies Jesus. The message encourages us to have conduct worthy of the gospel, to be people who understand what has been given to us and who live accordingly. We do this is by having the same mind as Christ, who made himself a servant. He sacrificed himself for our salvation, having an obedient, humble, and submissive attitude. We are expected to pursue the excellent things of God, to know Him, to experience Him. We must get rid of anything that may hinder us from knowing Christ and resolve any conflict that may challenge our unity in a godly way. Each one of us must be steadfastly rooted, knowing that our citizenship is in heaven. We have eternal life now. And above all, we must rejoice and be content no matter the circumstance, through the strength of Christ. When we do these things, the result is that the God of peace comes into our midst, and we can say confidently to others, Do what you have seen in me. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you will continue to listen on more coming episodes and learn more. Apply God's word in your life and follow Jesus. Share this podcast to anyone and be of good courage. Bye. Thanks.